Morgan. And I'm Daniel. And, and we, we used to date. Hi. Hi. And uh, I'm Morgan. She's back. She's Morgan. I'm back. And I'm Daniel. And, and uh, we used to date. Yeah, this is We Used to Date. Our podcast that we've neglected for like a month. Or well, I've pretty to, much neglected. <laughs> I know. I've had to had to carry all the weight that you constantly just leave behind. I know. I'm the worst. Don't so, ever date her or be in a podcast with her. Yeah, please don't. I have no motivation. <laughs> same, same. <laughs> no. Uh, I just kind of wanted to clear things. Uh, Daniel said I was on a medical leave, which I feel like sounds really dramatic. It wasn't like I was, like, having a major surgery or something. I literally, like, okay. Okay. So, like, this is... The... Should I, I read I can... the text to the people I that you sent to me? I understand that's what I said, but I don't think I, like, when I hear it, it sounds so different. <laughs> you know? She's like... Just not to alarm you, but I'm going to be out for a while. I don't think, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do the podcast for a, for a few weeks. I was like, oh, oh, wow. I didn't say a few weeks. I was just like, I can't record right now. Like, I can't. <laughs> I feel like you said a few weeks. That's all right. That's okay. It's fine. She's here. She's on her feet. She's smiling. I'm sitting, right? but yeah. Yeah, I said smiling. Yeah, well, but he oh, said on my on feet. Your, are your feet touching <laughs> the ground? No. Oh, <laughs> this is <a> shit. <laughs> Crisscross applesauce. Okay, I should have done better. Um, but no, I was doing something literally so routinely basic that, like, I feel like so many girls do. I was literally just getting an IUD, but that thing destroyed me. Oh. Uh, like. Now, is it, like, the copper one? No, it was, it's just the, like, the hormonal one. Oh. But I was on this, like, medication the day before. To, like, help the process go easier. And that medicine made me so sick to my stomach. That, like, I was, I had to, like, sleep sitting up because I thought I was going to throw up. Oh, my God. What what, what kind of medicine was it? Uh. (laughs) You don't have to So, so, I mean, if we're just going to be fully honest, it's a medication that um, you take to open up your cervix. So that in the insertion of the IUD goes better. Um, so it is basically like super crampy. It just, the medicine just itself made my stomach just really upset. And then the next day, obviously I had the procedure, which hurt way more than I even thought. Oh my God. It was so bad. I got to the car and just started sobbing. I remember my, uh, my ex-girlfriend got one and yeah, she was, she said it was, it hurt. It was like probably like. I don't want to like freak girls out, but for me personally, it's like top three most painful experiences that I've had in the past few years. Really? <laughs> um, it hurt. I just, I also don't think I have the highest t- pain tolerance. They also gave me a Valium so I could like be more <laughs> relaxed, but I swear that like a did Valium. not help. <laughs> and, wow. um, which by the way, women, like you really have to advocate for your own pain relief because they did not offer me any of that. All they told me was just if I wanted to, to take an ibuprofen, like, half an hour before the procedure. Really? That's all. I had to straight up be like, no, 
I need more. And I've t- I talked to plenty of people, like plenty of my friends that had it and what they got and all this stuff. And I did my research and I was like, I want this and this. And they're like, and finally they offered me like a valley and they offered me that. I They didn't even offer me the one that like, you know, opens up your cervix or whatever. But I had to like. What? They didn't, I had to they? email them. I had to email them saying, hey, I want this. Prescribe me this. Um, and then they also, like, finally after I voiced a bazillion concerns for myself because I knew I wouldn't be able to handle it. <laughs> um, they're like, well, if you really wanted to, you could go to the OR and you could do an outpatient and they can sedate you. But that's a lot of insurance issues and a lot of money. And I was like, OK, I don't want to deal with that. But finally, I'm getting some offers, you know, of like helping me out. <laughs> yeah. Which is ridiculous. And so that the whole process was really painful. I had such bad cramps literally for the next three days. Three days? So like Did- I was in just four days of just like, oh, just feeling like crap. Is that ex- is that like normal? Well, the first day was really bad. The next couple days were okay. And then, but the thing is, it, I ha- I got it like three days before my period was supposed to start. So then I started my period. Which and just made it all worse. Exactly. Which just basically reamped everything. So I just felt like shit for so long. And that kind of set me into like a little of a depression spiral. Yeah, totally. I can see that. And because I felt like I couldn't do anything. Like I just felt so miserable for like, I felt like for over a week. So that's kind of an explanation of why I was not up for anything. Well, we're glad you're here and we're glad you're feeling better now, right? You're feeling better now, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. And now you can get to uh, rocking it. Oh, uh, let's Just see. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a story about what's happening to my house at the moment? Oh God, that's right. She's like, she's like, something's astounding is happening to my house. So I better not be disappointed. My little baby puppy Marvin. Um, so we we bought this house and it didn't have a fence in the backyard. It has a big yard but no fence. So um, we're building a fence just for my puppy because he deserves it. Of course, you don't want little Marvin running away. Exactly. And um, so today is the start of the day of building the fence. So we hired someone with a tractor and an auger, which is basically just a thing that digs holes for the posts. We need to dig them, I don't know, two, two and a half feet or something down. And so we pay this guy to come out and we mark. um, We also called the city and they came out and um, basically like surveyed all of our land and marked where all of our electrical is, all where all our water is, so we don't hit anything. Oh no, I feel like I know where this is going. So we're digging holes. We're down to the last five holes. And there, mind you, there's probably like a solid like 25 holes that we need to dig here. A lot of holes. A lot of holes. Um... So many holes, so little fifth, time. <laughs> around that fifth hole, uh, all of a sudden, I just hear yelling. No. And I'm in the living room with Marvin, and so I go up there, and Joey's down there with the auger guy. And um, This is bad. I just, the neighbor's out there, and the neighbor's talking to them. There's just all these people now, all of a sudden. And I'm like, what's going on? Uh, apparently, they hit something, started smoking, and the neighbor's power went out. Uh, so we oh, called no. and it was not marked yeah apparently their electrical goes through our side yard 
and it was not marked. Well, that's why they called the city. You did you did what you were supposed to do. That's what we thought. Apparently, you're supposed to get your neighbors marked too. Which, like, how? What? Why wouldn't the, <laughs> why, the why would city should know that? Yeah, the city guys should be like, oh, by the way, we're gonna have to do your neighbors just in case. Like, we told them what we were doing. We're building a fence here, here, mark where we don't dig, and like, you think? So that. <laughs> oh my god! So, so was the neighbor pissed? No, actually, the neighbor was so nice about it. I do feel really bad because they were cooking this big lunch or dinner thing for tomorrow oh no and so i offered we offered up our kitchen um but they said no that was way too much and i was like please let me know if you need me to store anything if you need like to put anything in the oven just please use whatever you need in our house i felt so bad and they were so nice about it and they were super understanding which like i'm amazed because i was traumatized i thought they were gonna come out like yelling at us because we're new neighbors yeah (laughs) <laughs> That's scary, yeah. And he's like, oh, these darn kids coming in here. Yeah. And so Electric is out here, like the electric company or whatever is out here now with their truck. Apparently we dug through three wire, three like power lines. No one died, thankfully. That's dangerous, yeah. Oh my God. Like, it was the electrician like, oh, I don't know how nobody got electrocuted or something. Uh, I don't know. Honestly, I'm podcasting and not out there listening to the electricity <laughs> electrician <laughs> like what do i look like fucking mechanical engineer here yeah so joey's out there dealing with that he's super stressed and i would be too he's like because he's like i don't know who paid for this do i pay for this did the city mess up did i mess up i don't know what's happening and i'm like i don't know <laughs> and then the auger guy's like can i get my money <laughs> what guy oh the auger guy <laughs> yeah we're like yes you can get your money <laughs> So that's my chaotic life. Do you got any updates? Um, well, I, I shared the story in the last episode of this of this woman that I had to, you know, kind of just say no to, you know. Yeah, and which I listened to the first time on that podcast. I have nothing about this. And I died laughing <laughs> when you said, uh, I don't even miss my parents. <laughs> I was like, that's... that's- so funny, slightly cruel, but hilarious. I had no idea what to say because she, if you weren't listening, I get I get this message from this woman that I had you know denied earlier, or like a few weeks earlier, and she's like, "Miss me yet?" <laughs> I'm like, I, if I say yes, I'm enabling this behavior, and if I say no, I just sound like if I say no, I sound like a complete asshole, right? I'm trying to think of what I would have said in that situation. I probably just would have been like, no, honestly, I'm not, a, just don't really miss people. Well, that's why, <laughs> that's where I was going. I know. know. I was just like. <laughs> so this woman I told you, I had told you about before, had been interested in, in a purely physical relationship with me. And not be, not out of like. Not out of not out of a lack of attraction. I just decided that I didn't want to do that. I didn't want that in my life, you know. And that's valid. Yeah, and so I, and I got a drink with her, and then and really and decided that I didn't want to do that. Did nothing happened at the drink, you know. Which, by the way, I think that's a normal rule for you, right? To not kiss on the first date. I kind of take it case by case these days. Because I think that's something you had told me on our first date. Yeah. Honestly, if I if I'm vibing more, like if I feel like there's a strong like 
connection. If I feel like there's a chance of a stronger connection. Wait, didn't did we not kiss on our first date? I don't think so. It's fine. You didn't vibe with me. I get it. Well, no, no, no. I was vibing with you, and that's why I was like, okay, like I wanna, I actually wanna take the time to set boundaries now so that I don't, you know, you know, and I wanna like make sure we're solid, you know. <laughs> no, I get it. <laughs> it's ironic, I know, but. Is it going to be really bad if I say I don't even remember our first kiss or anything? That's okay. I don't, I don't remember it either. must have Sweet. been really special. Yeah, so special. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny. So anyway, I... And that's why we used to date. <laughs> that's why we used to date. This works so much better as friends, though. Oh, way better. This works so much better. Anyway, so... That that chick ended up texting me, drunk texting me again, like a, a couple of weeks later, after I denied her, mm-hmm. and after that's that was also after she had pressured me to to do it, even after I had said I don't want to, and like sent me like t- like titty pics and stuff to try to persuade me against my will. So consent go, consent goes both ways, yeah. you know. It doesn't just have to be a guy to a girl, ladies. If he's literally saying no, like don't do it. Yeah, like <laughs> it's it's kind of disrespectful. It, it's disrespectful because you you're like I'm telling you my wishes, and I and I told her like for a very personal reason, you know. Mm-hmm. I just and that and then and those subsequent attempts really turned me off, and I was like, yeah, no. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, like after that awkward miss me yet conversation where I basically said like I don't really know what you want me to say to this mm-hmm. I thought like okay like surely surely she's got to be she's had to have learned her lesson by now right well last week I get another Facebook message and it's like hey hope all is well just wanted to say, see if you're doing well or something and it's like what take a hint yeah and I'm like and I and I was just like, hi, like yeah, it is. Thanks. Hope it's the same for you. And she's like, thanks. I was trying to find a dart partner for tonight, but none of my friends can do. And I was like, oh, you're. Uh. Honestly, this reminds me of like a lot of guys that have like messaged me through. You know, I mean. Not like a lot of guys. I'm like, oh, I get so many guys. But as in like, you know, from high school up until like, you know, yeah, whenever just guys getting being like. on your DMs. Just... It's just like those people that just like don't take a hint. Yeah. You, yeah. It's like to the point where you're just trying to let them down so nicely. But you're kind of at the point where like, you're going to make me have to be a dick. Yep. Yep. I I feel like, man, I, I feel like that happened to me. I feel like I that I was one of those guys. I used to be one of those guys. I just wouldn't take a hint. I would just. It happens. Like, I feel like it used to be me, and I luckily, I hopefully have gained some self awareness. It's, it's. I feel like it's self awareness and kind of like self respect. You know, like why would you keep going after someone who doesn't who want clearly you doesn't yeah. want you? Because mm-hmm. I've definitely been in those situations where it's like, ooh, like trying harder makes it more fun, but here's in reality, the- you're just like you're just hurting yourself. 
you know what the thing you're is, you're setting though? yourself up. You know what it was though is I had always heard those stories about guys who are like persistent. You know, like it took me asking her out like five times before she would even say yes. You know, well, and then they've been be married for like, like thirty-five that? years. Well, I don't know. <laughs> that's what's that's what's funny is I had always been told like be confident, be confident, and and I and that's what you know that's what confidence was I guess was being persistent. You know, persistent persistence was a sign of confidence but i just never felt right like i never felt right just pers- like going for it you know or like continuing to go for it i guess mm-hmm. cuz as i learned later like no is no you know mhm and if a girl's telling me no like i like i don't want to disrespect that but at what point does she actually mean yes? You know, no, I'm just kidding. Jesus. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, but there's all, I also have stories of friends who are like, yeah, once this guy just like, he looked at me like he wanted me. And then he just pushed me up against the wall and started making out with me. And it was the hottest thing ever. I'm just like, what? I Like, I would just be so afraid that the girl's going to be like, uh, no, excuse me, what are you doing, you know? Like, what are your, what's your opinion on that, Morgan? Do you have those, have you ever had a moment like that? I feel like, um, in those situations, you can definitely get a vibe. If that's something that happens between two people who are, like, talking or, like, kind of, like, I don't know, you're at a club and you're dancing, you're really hitting it off and you're clearly like having a good time and then that happens versus someone literally just walking up and pushing you against the wall and waking up with you. And like if I was, if I never seen this person or talked to this person or like showed interest in this person, yeah, I'm going to probably kick his ass. Then that's the point where it becomes unconsensual. And then clearly if you are vibing and you guys are clearly having like that type of connection and and you know, and then that happens, and you want that. That's awesome. You just keep going at it. But if not, and you say whoa, 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 as long as I feel like as the guy respects that and be like, okay, I'm sorry, I definitely took, you know, I, I'm sorry, and apologizes and respectfully backs off, and you guys keep, you know, sure. keep it respectful, and you like, then that's good. But I mean, mm-hmm. I don't have a problem with that being someone's like thing, as long as you're getting the, the um, yeah. Man, when you when you put, when you put it that way, it's like obvious, like duh, of mm-hmm. course. Here mm-hmm. I am, just analyzing it like a fucking mathematician. <laughs> I feel like that's it's also a big difference. Overthink everything. <laughs> what if this? But what if this? But uh, you know. But if I'm like making make out with me at eyes at someone, you know, and then they make out with me, what am I like? Yeah. <laughs> Basically, told you to. Yeah. <laughs> but then if they do and then they're like oh i'm sorry i got the signals wrong i'm sorry i'll i'll back off man I then a, that then what's the harm you know that sounds so exciting i want to have a connection like that with someone well you go to gay bars so i know fuck. there's there's actually a lot of straight girls at gay bars and they're like the interest they're like cool ones dude when i come to california do you want to go to a bar and i'll be your wing woman yeah i would love it 
I think that would be fun and we can talk about it. Yeah. Who would I, yeah. So you can't be my wingman because I have a boyfriend, but like... No, that's off limits. I could get a free drink from I'll someone, maybe. I'll be your maybe. bounce. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, you could do that. I'm sure... Joey's totally fine with that. Okay, yeah. I mean, that's that's just smart. That's working smarter, not harder. Yeah. And I'll be your... I'll, he can rest assured because I will definitely be your... Like, you wouldn't bouncer. let anything happen to me. I'll 100%, yeah. That would be fun. But would he come with us? I mean, he would want to come with He's us. He's not coming. Oh. To California. Okay. It's just me. Oh. Well, Joey will miss you. Yeah. Sad face. So, yeah. Oh, let me tell you the other thing that that woman said, too. Mm-hmm. So I ignored her, like, I ignored her, the, like, oh, the dart darts thing, you know? I just... I kind of, yeah, I, I kind of ghosted her on that. And then the next day she's like, hey, uh, so I was just wondering, I, I was wondering if you work out and, and it's only because like, I want to get back in the gym because I hate the way I look and I feel like I look like shit and blah, blah, blah. And I was just wondering if you could tell me how the machines work at the gym. I guarantee you, if she went to the gym on her own, she could five she find could like fifteen. She could, she she could get fifteen guys to show her or girls. 100%. There's literally so many people there that would be happy to help. Yeah. And also, or the just the people that work there. <laughs> the machines are not that difficult to use. YouTube it. I'm pretty sure most gyms even have like instructions on a lot of their equipment. Uh, uh, yeah, a hundred percent. Because they and, don't want people to, like, hurt themselves. Yeah. And I never used uh, the machines anyway. Not that I'm about to go over there and instruct her on how to use the machines at her apartment gym, you know? It was uh, also a fishing for compliments right there. Yeah. I and like so like shit. I feel like I was tactful with that. I, I told her a few days later, I was like, hey, just see, like, when I work out, I don't use the machines and I wouldn't be the best person to... to do that or, you know to, to be able to do that for you but i'm sorry you're feeling that way i know how i i have felt that way before that's it are you interested in staying friends with this woman at all no not particularly she's gonna keep pulling this this shit i was i was more than happy to run into her because we have mutual friends i was more than happy to run into her at you know the bar and in a group setting and play you know play darts or do karaoke or whatever. Mm-hmm. But now that she's made it so weird, like, no, I, I think it's just best if we avoid each other. Well, I think you can articulate some type of message to her if she tries again, just being like, hey, like, I totally, you know, I, I, I'm flattered that you are interested in, you know, keeping up with this communicating and talking and stuff, but I just don't feel like it's appropriate um, after you know, all the times I've said no, and I just feel like you're not respecting my boundaries, so I'm, I'm going to have to cut off this, this communication. Yeah, if it, if it continues, I might have to do that, but that's, that's very, that was very eloquent, though. Thanks, I try. That was very eloquent. Thanks. episodes back to episode two (laughs) where we left off there 
uh, Daniel and I kind of just finished up talking about our relationship. Yep. And, um, and now I'm just going to tell you guys my relationship that happened pretty much right after Daniel. Um, when I say pretty much right after Daniel, I think it was like a week or two. <laughs> <laughs> Morgan was sad for 0.7 seconds. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> you just gotta move on. <laughs> you just gotta move on. That's the best medicine. Um, his name was, I'll just call him Harry. Um, we met on Hinge as one, as I meet everyone. And all the best ones. All the best ones, honestly. He was a really, really good boyfriend. We only went out for about four months. Um, but he was so extremely kind and respectful that I literally have nothing bad to say about the relationship or even the breakup. Um, we had a lot of fun together. All of our, like, our communication was amazing. Um... Anytime, like, I was upset, like, or I literally, I don't, we had gotten, like, one fight, and it was handled, so I feel like... Professionally? Professionally, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was handled so, like, it was in a really healthy way. Yeah, yeah. And I felt like it was the first relationship where I f- felt so respected, that I, it made me realize this is what I want and this is what I deserve. Would and you say I that, shouldn't look for anything less. Would you say that that contributed to you finding and holding on to Joey? Absolutely. Oh, so, yeah. So, mm-hmm. he was an essential, an essential step. He was. And, like, our breakup was really respectful, unfortunately, he communicated with me that he was not feeling as strongly as I was, which is totally okay. You can't help it how someone's feeling. And he was, I want to say, man enough to tell me that instead of dragging it on. Yeah. Just to get some, you know. <laughs> like, he wanted a genuine, really good connection with someone. And he felt like, at the moment, we did. But it wasn't a relationship he could see going on further seriously. Which I totally respect because I've done that too and I can't be mad at him for that. And uh, we talked about it a lot, or not a lot, but I mean enough to where I don't resent him. And hopefully he doesn't resent me. We're not in contact at all. Uh, We did make the decision to cut off contact just because my feelings for him were pretty strong that I felt like it was easier for me to get over him if that contact was cut off. It's easier for everyone. Yeah, and... It, it kind of just, I'm really happy because now that just solidifies a good relationship in my head and there's nothing that happened after that to taint it or ruin it. Yeah. You Not know? every breakup has to be a disaster. Exactly. It and can be beautiful. It's good because it's contained. I think of back on it and I'm happy it happened and I'm happy about that relationship and I don't regret it and I like that that's contained to that little bubble to where I feel like if we communicated after that that might have been popped um popped <laughs> that my my little the bubble, have been bubble yeah. would be popped and things and emotions and yeah. anger would spill out yeah. so um that's so yeah. interesting yeah that's I mean that's that's really beautiful I mean I always say 
I always th- say if I if I've learned something from this relationship, if I can take away one thing that I've learned about myself or about being in a relationship in general, it's been a success, you know. Yeah. And I definitely learned a lot from that relationship and and that has contributed into what I look for in guys after that, which led me to Joey, which led me to, you know, another really good relationship and yeah. um it, it made me, I feel like, respect myself more. Oh, I love that. Oh, that's... Yeah. Oh, if I could have that... If I could have that impact on someone, oh, that would be amazing. I, would, I wouldn't mind if... Yeah, I, I... Yeah, that's beautiful. I mean, I'm not saying... So I'm not saying you were a bad relationship. No, 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 I know, I know. I know, I'm not comparing it. Was it was just... It was really just different. No, that that gives me, like that puts another perspective into how I, how I, what I consider about what I think about when I, if I decide to date someone, Mm -hmm. am I, am I acting in a way that helps them to, to see the best version of themselves or something? I don't know. Yeah. Like it, are you leading them to realize their worth? Am I? Yeah. And I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Am I enabling them to realize their own worth or something? Or am I, are you putting them up not... or are you bringing them down? <laughs> yeah, am I building them up or am I or am I tearing them down? Mm-hmm. That's beautiful, Morgan. I love that, Harry. Love Good it. man. So, what happened to you after us? Oh, what happened to me? Well, um, I started seeing someone. We'll call her. What did I call her in the last one? Monique really or something? Remember. Did I call her like Monique? Monica? I don't know. Monica. I, no I said Monica. I was pretty think it was Monica. We'll call her Monica. So I met Monica uh, at church of all places. I was playing. I was playing cello on the worship team, and um, she was she was a member, and we spent a few weeks kind of like noticing each other you know looking at each other i'd smile at her as i walked off stage and then finally got the guts to talk to her and went on a lunch date and um man i i found out that she was this like really uh she was like a like a businesswoman like she was like a, an entrepreneur and she was younger than i was and she was already ceo of two companies and so you know, she was really, she was really impressive. You know, she was really cool, really. Uh, um, and as far as I was concerned, she was really successful and really well accomplished. You know, and um, she has two, she has two kids. Um, at the time, the oldest was eleven. The youngest was five, four or five, when we met. And so I knew that that was going to be a challenge. The kids part. Yeah, kids are always super hard, especially, like, as we get older. You know, well, like, the likelihood of someone having a child that we date is, like, higher. It's way higher, yeah. I and mean, literally, when I when I was on the dating apps recently, it was, it was like, every other profile. Really? Yeah. Wow. So, anyway, um, I knew that that was going to be a challenge, and I was... But I was quickly falling for her hard and and she was absolutely she's absolutely beautiful she's a she's a half filipino half white 
uh, and she was, yeah, just, just, you know, striking facial features, black, you know, this black hair, and she just carried herself like a, like a, just like a woman, you know, like a woman wiser than her years, you know? You know, you meet those people who just, like, are so comfortable in their own skin and know exactly, seem like they know exactly what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And just have this air of just, like, confidence about them. I could like, never. I, same. But <laughs> but she did, and it was, yeah, it was crazy, you know. I felt like I was dating someone, you know, 10 years older than me. But She um, was older than you, right? No, she was younger than me. Oh, this <laughs> yeah. whole time I thought she was older than you. No, she was younger than me. She was like a oh. year younger than me. year and a half younger than me, I think. It is the other one that was older than you, right? I've never been in a like a serious re- relationship with someone who's significantly older than me. Oh, sorry. No, that's okay. Look how much I pay attention. I know, gosh. After looking at the computer and everything. Sorry, I'm, I'm trying to figure I'm my life kidding. out. I know, I'm just kidding. So, you know, from the get-go, I kind of treated it wrong. I was kind of thinking it, thinking of this relationship in terms of, like, look at this, you know, like, emotional musician, artist, person, you know, nailing down this big CEO, powerful, you know, CEO woman, you know? Like look at like look at this like it, it should never work. I'm we're proud. We're total opposites, but we're but like somehow it works, you know. And a lot of people like a lot of people affirm that kind of thinking. Like oh yeah, like I can see how that would work. I can see how that works. And it just made me it made me feel like the yin and the yang perfectly together. It's meant to be, you know, perfect balance. And so that made me super excited, and also the fact that someone so hot and cool was like into me you know yeah and um so that that set it off on the wrong foot because i immediately put her on a pedestal um so the relationship was great for a while and i was and i was we were both really happy and the kids were warming up to me and they didn't really know that we were dating yet but Man, there's so many facets to the story. It's hard to it's hard to like it's like where do summarize I go next? It. Yeah, it's hard to summarize it. Um so early on in the relationship I had found out that there was some like she had some pretty significant history of infidelity in her past like marriage. As in um As he in, cheated on her or No, she cheated, she cheated on, on him on... with his son who was an adult. I remember this from the first version. Yeah. So, yeah, he was significantly older than her. He had an adult son, and she she ended up messing around with his son for a little bit. That's some Maury shit. Yeah. Um, and I was obviously like, wow, like, that's a lot. And she's, but she was very, and she didn't have to tell me. Like, she, there was, she didn't, you know, I didn't pressure her to tell me. She did it of her own volition, and I... And she was very remorseful, and I was like, okay, like, thank you for telling me. And, um, you know, I think, unfortunately, that kind of soiled my trust, though, because, well, there was also a lot of other stuff, and there was a lot of stuff. There was also some 
some weird while we were dating there were some weird boundary things with a with a married pastor at, at my church like the uh, like a an associate pastor <laughs> they had a an a, kind of an inappropriate relation, relationship which culminated in the pastor admitting feelings for her kind of like an emotional affair yeah but she well i don't think she, i don't really think she was necessarily engaging in it that way i think i mean it's maybe naive. more on his end Unless she was completely naive. I mean, I think she did kind of know what was happening. Because she's not an idiot, mm-hmm. you know? You have to be an idiot to... But it was definitely more mm-hmm. on her side. And she says she never did anything with him. Do you believe that? Um, you know, I used to be like, yeah, I believe it. But I really don't know. Who knows what people have done and done. And, Sometimes done. it's I better really... just not to find out for sure. Yeah, know? I really can't. Uh, I really can't say for sure because who really knows? You know, mm-hmm. who knows what people are capable from hiding from people? And I hate that I That's what think sucks. that way. No, I mean yeah. it's true. You see it every day, like with people. It's amazing yeah. what people can hide and what people will do behind people. You know, behind the backs of people they love. Um, so, yeah, I can't, I can't conclusively say there was any infidelity and, you know, on her part. I, I, I don't think there was, but who really knows? Um, started to get weird. I, I just, she started to kind of, I don't know if it's lose interest, but like, I just couldn't get any kind of emotion out of her mm-hmm. eventually, you know, it was like. And, you know, like, having arguments with her was, like, trying to compromise with a brick wall. You know, it was just unyielding, you know. That's and for, really, really hard. Yeah. And so, during, it was during pandemic time, so I would go to her office and work sometimes from her office. And I would hear her talk to some of the men that she works with, like, over the phone. And it was just different. It was just, like, she was in her element. She was flirty, laughy, you know, like... And then, and then it would get to me and it would just be, you know, flat, you know, I could, I could get nothing. And I, I know she was busy and stressed and I was literally the last thing in her life that I was, I was the only thing in her life that was, that was a, uh, an optional, you know, mm-hmm. she had to have her business. She had to have her kids. Yeah. You yeah. Know. And her family is her family. She can't. Live, you know, so yeah, I can't neglect that. Yeah, so like some, some people can, but yeah, yeah. Good, and, good people won't. And I and I understood that. Like I told, I would never have asked her to take a step back from her business or devote less time to her kids. Obviously, you know. But I was hoping. I was hoping. You know, she seemed, you know, for a long time, like she was into me. You know, she was like really into me, and that was a really, like I don't know, her attention from her was like heroin. It was really addicting. You know. And okay, Twilight. <laughs> I don't. I I know it's fucking pathetic, but <laughs> it's not pathetic. I just have a Twilight is. obsession. No, whenever every time I was like, every time she like, you know, wanted me physically or even emotionally, it was like, it's like a drug. I don't know. I can't explain it. But um, <clears throat> I was I was fine occupying. You know. 30% of her life, whatever, 
I was fine. I was fine with that. I didn't, I didn't need all of her attention, but I wanted some. You know, I need some. Mm-hmm. You know, a relationship you need can't to have survive that on one time. Way. Yeah. And the well, the thing is, we would spend a lot of time together, but during that time, it was just like I was alone. It was like I was with nobody at all. Well, the thing that I've definitely learned, you know, while living with someone and even talking to, um, I hope she's okay with me talking about this, but my friend Renee, she kind of went through the same thing in her relationship when we talk about it a lot, is being together and quality time are very different. Mm-hmm. You can be in the same room, but feel like, you know, for hours and feel like you've had no quality time together, yeah. which is a huge thing. And, you know, even Joey and I kind of had to work through that the past few weeks is, you know, being living together, you kind of just fall into this norm of just sitting, scrolling through your phone, go to bed, whatever. But you don't like sit with each other and talk with each other and spend that solid time that makes you feel connected. And that's super important. Yeah, that's why my parents got divorced. I'm, con- I'm convinced. But... um and I totally, you know, there. I totally understand that there are probably periods during a relationship where, where you know, someone won't be able to give a lot emotionally, physically, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I can, I can understand that. I can, I can weather that storm. But, but man, it was just a constant. It was a constant. It, it, I just, it was like, I was trying to adapt to all of her love languages, and you know, just you know, she would just say. I want you here, but I just can't, I can't, she would say, I want you here, but I just can't give you anything. Mm-hmm. Cause I give all day long, you know, to the business, to the kids. I just, at the end of the day, I just, I don't have anything left to give. Wow. Yeah. And that, and that really sucked. Um, because I really loved her and I really wanted it to work out, you know, but, and I was, I would, I always felt like I was putting in 110% and I, you know, 100, you know, it was like 95% and 5% back and I just couldn't, can't survive on those, on that kind of balance, you know, imbalance. Yeah, I, I remember um, kind of when all of that was going on and you and I would actually talk about it um, and I would talk to you about Joey and stuff like that. We kind of were that. We had a sounding board ranting to each other yeah (laughs) and um so i remember you talking to me all about that and me just i don't know trying to help i couldn't really help the situation but like i remember you going through it and it's i i remember it being really really hard for you yeah it was it was really hard and i remember how much you know you loved her you even talked to me i hope it's okay if i say this but you even kind of talked to me about wanting to like propose to her yeah i did i did I thought it. I thought it could have been, and I still do think it could have been a really beautiful arrangement. You know, mm-hmm. I really do. I really think that, but it requires effort on both parts, not just one. Yeah, and no matter how, no matter how much you may think you, you're how, no matter how strong you may think you are, it, everyone needs everyone needs a little bit put into them. You can't be emptying your cup the whole time and um you guys kind of stay in contact a little bit now oh okay so this is funny yeah like every once in a while i mean we went through i I should have done what you did and cut like probably cut it off from the beginning but it's hard 
Well, especially because the kids, like, I still really like the kids, you know, like, mm-hmm. especially the, especially the younger one. He adored me and I, I loved him, you know. Um, the older kid was, was a little bit tougher. He had, he, um, he had some kind of, he had like some kind of defiance, some really bad ADHD and emotional regulation. So, yeah, dude, being a kid sounds so hard sometimes in situations yeah. like that. Like you don't even oh, know how totally. to process that stuff. Ugh. I know. <laughs> and, and that's why I couldn't blame him for having outbursts or being angry or not liking me, even though he secretly did. But I just kind of was a lightning rod for a lot of frustrations. Mm-hmm. Um, I couldn't blame him for that. And ultimately the breakup was not. Any, didn't have anything to do with that. Like I was, I knew that that was going to be really hard. I knew that that uh, the kids was going to be really tough. But I was, I was ready for that. I was, I, I went in from ready to weather that storm. That's great, though, that you did that. That you were yeah. ready for that. So yeah, every once in a while we had a, we would text and, um you know, say, hey, hey, you know, hi or whatever. We'd get coffee like every once in a while. Um, I kind of resolved like, I'm not going to really do that anymore. Like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm really going to limit my contact with her. Um, so on Wednesday, I was like this <laughs> was past a, Wednesday, this past the Thursday, sorry, this past Thursday, I was with my friend Bobby is at, is at his house and he lives by Disneyland and we were going to, uh, oh, the, the Bobby, that was the... I think, episode Bobby. Bobby yeah, episode. that was episode Bobby, yeah. Yeah, that was Bobby, you know Bobby. Coffee date Bobby. Yeah, you all know Coffee uh, Coffee date Bobby. Um, we were watching the show on Hulu about a young entrepreneur. It's called um, The Dropout. And so this this young woman entrepreneur... Uh, who plays that? Who I heard um, that. Uh... Oh, what is her name? Oh, the Mamma Mia girl. Yeah, she's right? Cos- Cosette yeah. in in Les Misérables. And she's, uh, I know who you're talking about. It's the main character in Mamma Mia. <laughs> yeah, her. <laughs> um, and I just everyone's yelling her name. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. Anyway, it reminded me of her because she was a young entrepreneur, and uh, mm-hmm. I was so we were ta- I was talking about her with Bobby. We're getting kind of deep on, on about it. And then, like, all right, we got to go. We're mis- meeting some friends at Downtown Disney. And so we're, we go, and we're watching our friends who's de- who are DJing on the stage. They're at Downtown Disney. And we're standing there. And it's funny, because I had even said, like, oh, like, I had stopped somewhere and was watching them from one side of, this, of the stage. And then my friend Bobby was like, Oh no! Let's go over here. There's a better view, and so we moved and stood in a different, completely different part of the, of the stage. And literally, who comes walking by but my ex, Monica? Literally, literally, like paths cross. Like if if she didn't see me, she would have run into me. Did she see you? Yeah. Literally okay. as she as our path, was literally it? as she was walking an inch in front of me, she was like, "Oh, oh my god, that's so crazy! It's nuts." So what Same happened? Day. So she she like she was with a I think a business partner. They was they were doing a convention. They were like at representing their brand at the convention center or at the convention center. Um, and so they were at Downtown Disney for I don't know, oh, whatever. convention yeah. drink I don't know something like that. 
and she was like, How, what are you doing? And I was like, oh, yeah, my friends are DJing. And she's like, oh, yeah, I was at this convention center. I was at the convention center. And then, yeah, and then she was like, all right, well, it's good to see you. And then that was it. That's so weird. Like, what a coincidence. It is weird. It was weird. Did, how did but, you feel after that? I mean, it just, it throws me off a little every single time. And plus, like, you know, I was there. I was at Downtown Disney for the foreseeable, you know, number of hours. So it's possible I could run into her again. And so I was just, mm-hmm. like, on my toes the whole time. Yeah, like, super, like, hyper aware. Yeah. And, of course, she looked amazing, you know. And I was just like, God damn it. You look, oh, you look good. So, yeah. Well. Yeah, it her the the breakup was really hard for me. It was really hard. I was really resentful. Still, really pretty resentful because I just I wanted it to work out so badly, and I just feel like that wasn't reciprocated, and that you know Mm -hmm. that hurt me. And it also it also made me you know made me think like why like what could i have been could i if i were more if i were more successful like you know businessman or whatever what if i were more successful more confident would it would that have i don't think things? so you're right it wouldn't have because cuz it doesn't change her actions well and i see patterns. and i don't think it would have changed her actions i think i think you're right i think you're right sorry it's okay you know what? I learned a lot from it. I learned a lot. That's good. About what what it means to value myself, you know, and mm-hmm. not and value it for value myself for what I actually am and not what I feel like I should be. I think your path is perfect for you. I know. But it also you know, you also have to ask like, well, is some stoner, stoner, loser, whatever, who's like, doesn't have a job and, you know, lives in their mom's basement. That's, you know, it's like, well, that's the perfect path for you. Like, is that the same thing? You know, like, can somebody be on the wrong path? Yeah. It's called like hardcore drugs and murder. (laughs) (laughs) But what if murder makes someone really happy? It doesn't make the other person happy. We talked about this. As long as you're doing what makes you happy and it's not hurting anyone else, then it's good. What about hardcore drugs? What if hardcore drugs making somebody happy? It still hurts the people around you. I mean, you could say that ditching the church hurt my mom. Yeah, but you're not killing yourself. But wouldn't that be a good thing? Am I not? (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying, I feel like it can be subjective for people, but... um, I don't think in any way can you correlate your life to that type of life. I know, I know. Like, if you're putting positivity into the world, then I think you're okay. Yeah. I think you're right. I think you're right. I obviously still have this complex. This complex is still active in my head. Lives mm-hmm. rent-free in my head right now. <laughs> Maybe you should charge it rent. I should start charging it rent. Utilities at least. Yeah, the Wi-Fi bill. 
I'm having, I'm going through a thing where I just like don't understand my life. I literally, I, right now I don't have a job. I can't find a job that I want to do. I want to go back to school, but I don't want to go back to school. And going back to school is really hard. And like, I'm having a hard, really hard time with it, especially financially, because I don't have a job. <laughs> I want to do my own thing, but I'm scared to do my own thing because it has a really high chance of failing. Like, I don't, don't feel be, like I'm being. You don't want a to mooch. be miserable at. Yeah. You don't want to be miserable at some, like corporate whatever. Yeah, and I feel like I'm just being a bum. You know, like I feel like I'm a bad girlfriend because I'm literally just at the house all day doing nothing. <laughs> like. I, it's a very, it's just like, I feel like absolute nothingness right now. Like I'm just, not putting it in any like contribution to the world right now. And it's really hard for me. <laughs> you know what? I bet, I bet what you're contributing, what you contribute doesn't have to be big all the time. It could just be, what have you done for somebody today? And I bet, I bet you, Joey, you know what? I bet Joey coming home to that that smiling face and and spam today. He doesn't come home to it though. He he works from home. Well, then you <laughs> then you get to see gets to see it all the all day long, <sighs> and you get to go comfort him and, and with spam right now. That's yeah, what you contribute, and, and that's the important. thing is like Joey does a, most of the cooking. So like not tonight. making dinner tonight one time out of the past like three weeks where he's cooked. But you know what? After I'm the worst. after a long day, but you, it was like he's been out there digging post holes and and ripping up wires all day. Like <laughs> he deserves. You know how how happy he probably is that he does not have to cook today. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, I know I'm right. I would be ecstatic. I'd be like, oh my god, I don't have to cook anything. It's going to be ready when I get in there. Fuck yeah, mm-hmm. I needed that today. <laughs> it's so funny. That win. We had one soda left, and I drank it, and he's just texting me saying, hey, did you drink the last cheer wine? And I was like, ugh! <laughs> 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 you probably really needed that. <laughs> oh, no. So. Whatever, he's getting spam. That's my contribution. He has his own sparkling waters that I don't drink. I can drink the soda. Yeah, god damn it. So, yeah. <sighs> I guess the last of it... Are, are you done with yours? Or I'm not sure. Yeah. That's I where think, you wanted to end it. I, there's so much to that story. I feel like there's... I feel like I could have found so many more details. Yeah. I could have gone over. So I think it's best if we cut it off. Yeah. Well, my last relationship is my current relationship with a one and only Joey. Um, (laughs) The Joey. Once again, tried and true hinge. (laughs) Uh, That's where we met. Um, He initially... Well, we... Matched in California, which is where I was living. He was out in California just for work temporarily, like height of the pandemic. Um, And this is like when you could only eat outdoors at restaurants and like it was like only like four tables, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Um, And we initially, we talked about it 
and he told me he was leaving for three months. He was leaving in a couple months, and I was like, okay, whatever. I still like talking to you, so I don't want to hang out. And um, so we went with, we went into it with either I think the acknowledgement that it was going to be just like being able to be friends while he's here, or like maybe a hookup. I don't really know. He doesn't really do hookups, and I was kind of out of my hoe phase then, so. But at least for sure, we wanted to be friends. Yeah. And um, uh, almost two years later, I move. We're in North Carolina, living together in our second house and a puppy. <laughs> that escalated quickly. <laughs> well, like that's so cool. Our first date went really, really well. We spent like every single day together until he moved, and he actually ended up moving to Utah. He li- was in Utah for seven months and then I was actually planning on moving to Utah with him because it's only like a six hour drive away and um turns out he got a job offer in North Carolina instead of staying in Utah and that's where he's from a little bit further really than Utah a little further which honestly North Carolina was always the end goal is just came a lot faster than expected yeah well that's and what you so, do you yeah. you uh you uh you go warp speed so about nine months into the relationship is when we moved in together which like against everything i've always ever said i was such a hypocrite i'm like always saying how that's way too fast people shouldn't live together if they haven't been together for at least a year blah 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 but look at me moving across the country nine months later and we've been together for almost two years now so it's coming up on my one year of living here a year in North Carolina already? Yeah, I've been in North Carolina Holy for shit. almost a year already. And, I mean, I'm not going to lie. It's really hard. Um, Being probably one of the hardest things I've ever done, you know, is moving away from all of my family, all of my friends. I'm super close with my parents, especially my dad. You know, moving away from literally everyone I know. The only person I knew out here was Joey. <laughs> a lot you can't you can't spend your whole time with one person forever for a long and time so um and you know it's working i've never lived with anyone before so it's working on all of those things it's we have very different communication like ways of communicating so it's working through that it's yeah. working through you know normal relationship stuff which i've never really had to deal with and neither has he so we're kind of working on it together and it's like the hardest thing i've done but the best thing i've done you know you're you're i mean yeah this is you're doing it and you're doing it by yourselves so and i've made really great friends out here um i have my friend out here renee who's like definitely one of my best friends now like one of the best people that I've ever met in my life. And she's 1000% helped me in this transition. And, um, it sucks because like we moved again. So now her and I are like almost two hours apart, but Lord, (laughs) time I finally make a best friend and we move and we're like really far, but we still text each other all the time. She comes up for the weekend with her dog and we all hang out and, Mm. She's, yeah, she's made my transitional easier. I've made a friend out here, Marissa. I met her on Facebook Marketplace. I bought a mirror from her. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You, you told me about that. 
Um, so she came over for dinner uh, the other night, and we had a little play date with our dogs. And, um, you know, I've met other people through her because I went to her birthday party, and I met people there. And I'm slowly, like, creating my own little group, you know? Yeah, you're, you're creating a community. It's like, it feels like starting over because making friends as an adult is really hard. It's really hard. But um, you just got to do it. And I get really weird because I'm like, oh, that person seemed really cool. Uh, I'm just going to ask them to be my friend. <laughs> I think that's just what you got to do these days. That's just what you got to do. You know? Well, I'm proud of you. You should be proud of yourself. Thanks, I am. I really, if you would have asked me two years ago if this would be happening to me, I would be like, <laughs> No. North like, Carolina. I what now? never would have even thought of moving to the East Coast as an option. North Carolina. North Carolina, no, absolutely not. Get it. But here we are. Happy, healthy, not particularly thriving just yet, but we're climbing there. <laughs> oh whatever. <laughs> Two out of the three. <laughs> Pain is part of the thriving. You can't thrive without a little pain. It's called growing pains for a reason. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. So. Quote of the day. Yeah. And I do. I love Joey and I love being here with him. And living together is really fun. Like 85% of the time. See, I, I really miss pillow talk. Like fun pillow talk. It is. Honestly, some of my favorite times are just like laying in bed at the end of the night and just like talking yeah just about life and stuff and random stuff and random stories that we haven't told each other even like you just still find things to talk about even after two years i love that yeah i love that learning that's what i want i want i want my relationship to be a pursuit of knowledge of the other person like Mm -hmm. i want to be an expert at that person trivia or just sitting there and laughing at your puppy doing weird things like it's just fun yeah and then starting an Instagram account together. Yeah. Um, no. <laughs> For the puppy. <laughs> For the puppy, yeah. Yeah, not together. Oh, God, no. Oh, I gotta get Marvin his own cell phone so he can make his own Instagram posts. Yeah, you need to start working for this, Mar- uh, Marvin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I almost said Morgan, which is kind of true, too. <laughs> Mar- Marvin and Morgan. He's gotta start paying his yeah. bills. <laughs> Freaking hundred bucks to get his puppy shots. What You're is this listening. bullshit? You're listening to yourself, right? <laughs> Marvin, you got to get a job and start working and paying your dues around here. Hey, I've paid my bills up in through June. I have. You made spam too. The thing is, like, so I do. I Joey bought the house, so Joey's bought every house we lived in. This is our second house we've lived in together. I've moved like three times in under a year. Uh, (laughs) Jesus. And um, I do help contribute to the house, and you do. Um. I am paid up until June, so I'm allowed to be a bum up until June. Well, it's also you're contributing to the home too, even if it's not all fully financially. Like, it's not it's not a home. If it you. wasn't for me, he would not have clean underwear. I think, I think we all see who the real power behind the throne is here. Is it folded? No, but it's clean. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody said anything about it. As long as it's clean. Yeah. That's what the health department worries about. <laughs> All right, well, 
thanks for listening, everyone. Don't forget to review if you can. That would be great to give us five stars. Give us five stars. Send us happy faces through yes. email along with some stories after it. WUTD podcast at gmail.com. Yep. And or on Instagram at WTT. WTD podcast. WUTD podcast. <sighs> That's also our Twitter. Um, I'm kind of not that great at social media like I thought I would be. So, I, yeah, I just got to get in the rhythm and I'll get there, guys. Don't get worry. Get your shit together. Dude, it's like my one job. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Sorry. I keep making fun of you for that. No, because it, it is. <laughs> <laughs>